Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. There's a word in Arabic, tarab, that means essentially musical joy, a kind of communal ecstasy people experience when an artist touches the soul. You know the feeling. You are at a concert and the musical moment swells. You look around and everyone's face is glowing. Well, today, two legends of Arabic music bring tarab to you. This is an Afropop premiere. Sabah Fakri from Syria and Wadi Al Safi from Lebanon performed one US concert only at the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas. 5,000 Arabic music fans from all over the country have converged on Vegas to be part of this extraordinary event. The musical director for the evening is Simon Shaheen, virtuoso oud and violin player. Simon and his group Cantara opened the show with Simon's composition Dance Mediterranean.
Bravo, Simone Shaheen and Kantara recorded live in Las Vegas. Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide's premiere of a one-time-only U.S. concert by the two tenors of Arabic music, Sabah Fakri and Wadia Al-Safi. Why is Afropop featuring Arabic music from the Middle East, you may be asking? Well, we tend to overlook the importance of Arab influences in the Afropop story, but it's critical. Starting back in the 8th century, long before Europeans came to Africa, a great flood of culture poured out of Mesopotamia, present-day Iraq into the Middle East, Africa, and eventually Southern Europe. Along with Islam came instruments like the oud, ancestor of the lute and the guitar, the kanun zither, the ney flute, the ribab, which is one of the oldest forms of the violin, and of course percussion instruments, especially round-frame drums. This cultural flood also carried a wealth of compositions, full of uniquely Arabic rhythms, melodies and modes. Much of this influence was absorbed into local cultures in North, West and East Africa, and by the time the Moors moved into Spain and Portugal over a thousand years ago, the region then known as Andalusia, Arabic music had left an indelible mark on Africa. programs we've heard music from Morocco, Algeria and Egypt, as well as startup music from Africa's eastern coast. These sounds and styles are part of a larger continuum that also includes Lebanon, Syria and Iraq, and today we're going to hear from those countries. Next is the man people call the Frank Sinatra of Syria, Sabah Fakri. That comparison is justified by Sabah's relaxed but powerful voice, his impeccable phrasing, his beautiful love songs, and his sensational popularity. Sabah draws deeply on his Arab and Andalusian heritage, a treasure chest of spiritual and romantic poetry and music. These treasures have been well preserved in Sabah's hometown, Aleppo, in northern Syria. Uh, Aleppo was a city graduated a generation of brilliant music musicians, music teachers who taught in such countries as Egypt, Tunisia and even Italy. That was the school that I graduated from. Of course we have something called Sufi music. I was raised uh, on these, and I assimilated the artistry from them. This was that had a tremendous impact upon my feeling, my emotion, in musical terms. When I started my when I grew up, I was acquiring my musical education. I discovered that I was facing an ocean of knowledge about music. We have a very, very rich heritage. But it was in a state of stagnation. I started looking for reasons for stagnation, realizing that there are treasures, there are gems there lying in front of me. 
فعرفت بعدين انه السبب هو بطريقه تقديم وعرض التراث I discovered that the reason for that stagnation was the presentation of the heritage itself فعملت طريقه اقدم التراث بطريقه معاصره يفهمها الجيل المعاصر tried to present the heritage in a contemporary fashion that appeals that can, be, that can be understood by the, the current generation لذلك كانت النهضة ورجع حية تراثنا. That caused the renaissance to take place and the resurrection of this this art. Yeah. 
Saba Fakri recorded in Las Vegas. We asked the maestro what makes a great singer in the Arabic world. The successful singer in this sort of repertoire has to have a giant larynx, great voice. A very wide range, a melodic range, and that voice has to be able to perform the various genres, musical genres within this art form. In this tradition, it's not uh, it's not really enough to have a singer specialize in something like a tenor or bass or baritone, but rather a singer has to be able to cover all these ranges. يعني كحددنا لازم يكون عنده شيء تمنتاعش صوت والأكثر يكون عنده تدوّين أو تلات أكتافات 
18 pitches would be least to expect from a, from a good singer or uh, to be a more ambitious uh, three octaves, be able to sing in three octaves. في شغلة بحب يعرفها أو الجمهور يعرفها إنه في عنا ما يسمى فن الارتجال هذا لا يأتي إلا عندما يكون الفنان مقتدر ولديه مخزون كبير من العلم الموسيقي. There's one one thing I would wish to add in our tradition there's something called improvisation. In order to improvise, a musician has to be well rooted in the tradition. He has to have a broad knowledge of of the of the music, and only through the, such musical depth, a musician can really uh, be said to be a good improviser. <laughs> فإذا تفتحت الشفاء ثواني نورت دنيانا وحييت القتيل اللؤلؤ المنضود يفمك الجميل في السعادة للشق هل العلي فإذا تفتحت الشفاء ثواني نورت دنيانا وحييت القتيل أقتيل حبك ليس يحيي سوى أنوار ثغرك إنه يرضى القليل جودي عليه بمسمة لا تبخلي جودي عليه بنظرة لا تبخلي جودي عليه بلفتة لا تبخلي جودي عليه بقبلة لا 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 تبخلي جودي عليه الحب والرحمن وعداه البخيل Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Octaves. Wow. Now I believe. Sabah Fakri, in concert, performing Kaduka Al-Mayas, which means the swaying body. Coming up, Wadia Al-Safi, the voice of Lebanon. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. So many of the Afropop bands we've come to know and love take roots traditions from the countryside and transform them into urban music to reach a larger audience. Our next featured artist did just that, starting back in the 1940s. Wadia al-Safi grew up in a small village in Lebanon, and he made a name for himself throughout the Arab world when he began performing village folklore in cosmopolitan Beirut. Like Egypt's Umm Kalthoum, the greatest Arab singer of the 20th century, Wadia arranged folk music for an orchestra and performed it in concert halls. He was a sensation from the start, and still today, when the far-flung Lebanese community around the world gets a chance to hear Wadia al-Safi in concert, the Tarab, the musical joy they experience, is nostalgia for a time and place they've left behind. Here's Wadia al-Safi to elaborate. I'm really living the people's lives, their heritage, their traditions, their emotions. And this sets me apart as somebody who wants to live with the people through my own uh, artistry. People who come to hear me, they're coming here to listen to me sing, enjoy my voice, but also to relive the lives of their parents and grandparents, to remember their childhood. I really create a repertoire that enables people to live the life that they miss. Uh, many, many can sing. Even animals can, donkeys can bray, roosters can, uh, can crow. But, but it's the, the, the condition of the, of the good singer is to create something for people to, to be able to, to live. Layl, 
سلم على ليلى الليل يا ليلى يعاتبني ويقول لي سلم على ليلى الحب لا تحلو نسائمه إلا إذا غنى الهوى الليل يا ليلى يعاتبني ويقول لي سلم على ليلى الليل يا ليلى يعاتبني ويقول لي سلم على ليلى الحب لا تحلون تسألوني ترى هل سافرت ليلى وطيب الشوق يحملني إلى عينيك يا ليل إلى عينيك يا ليل
Wadia Al-Safi singing Jannat, a song about gardens, recorded live at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. 
And for the finale, we bring you a hot tip. Qasim Al-Sahir is probably not a name familiar to most listeners, but Qasim is the biggest selling singer in the Arab world today. This 39-year-old superstar comes from Iraq, although these days he makes Cairo his home. Qasim is a master composer and arranger who performs with a 35-piece orchestra. He also has one of the most distinctive voices in the Arab world, and Qasim is a handsome devil, idolized by young listeners and admired by elders for his talent. Now, Qasim is poised to begin touring and releasing his music in the USA. So here's a preview, the music of Qasim Al-Sahir. Salami, 
أكاذيب الهوى حولها قد سكن الجنون أحداقها وأطفأت ثورتها عقلها عين كعين الذيب محتالة طفت أكاذيب الهوى حولها قد سكن الجنون أحداقها وأطفأت ثورتها عقلها Al-Sahir of Iraq. Check our website www.afropop.org and look in the discographies section for musical recommendations from today's show. Our website also has photos of today's concert. So look it up www.afropop.org. Thanks to Don Elder, producer of the Two Tenors concert and record. By the way, that Las Vegas concert was a benefit for the American University of Beirut Scholarship Fund. Thanks to Ali Shahid Drassi of UCLA for his translations. 
And thanks also to the staff of the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas. Major funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, public radio international affiliate stations around the U.S. And please, remember to support your public radio station. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Bardo. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Banning Air and Sean Barlow. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Mike Kaplan and Stephanie LeBeau. Banning Air edits our website, afropop.org. Our producer for new media is Sam Backer. And I'm Georges Collinet. PRI Public Radio International